Everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, turns out this is the worst President's Day at the box office in 15 years. We're going to break down the numbers and figure out what went wrong next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This is the show that looks back at the box office that was, and then we like to... Parastic. Kate. Yeah. Beautiful. About the bikes episode oh, yeah. lie ahead. Yeah. I'm Frank Moran. What's up? Carrie Lane here. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. And of course, making us look good and sound even better is Brianna and the booth. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Woo! Ooh, all right. Woo. And folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. While you're there, give it a thumbs up. Or two, or three, or four, or five. And, uh, of course, the comments are, uh, the chat is open, so feel free to start chatting away. Uh, but, Carrie, if they're watching this after we stream live, what can they do? Oh, yes, Frank, you can all can comment down below. Love it, love it, love it. So, yes, uh, as I mentioned at our little cold open there, this happened to be the the worst President's Day box office in 15 years. Ouch. I mean, so, it certainly skewed a little bit since last year was Black Panther. So, I mean, that was uh, a juggernaut. Yeah. But since 2004, there hasn't been a weekend this bad. Why? I don't know. I don't know, but we're, that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would say one thing not related to, I don't know. Well, I, I, I feel it is related. Weather. We've had horrible weather in parts of the U.S. that people literally can't really go out much mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And then here, Southern California, it's raining, so nobody wants to do anything, even though it's just a little bit of rain yeah. uh, right now. Uh, it's less of an incentive to go out, you know. But I feel like. Certainly, when you're dealing with snow, it makes it logistically yes, difficult. Yes, that's but a lot of U.S. Right here, now. I always feel like on a rainy day, that's a perfect day to go to the movies. No, you right? want to stay home. Yeah. So I've Netflix. Come to, yeah, I I have an epiphany. Yes. Well, it happened earlier. Oh. But yeah, yeah, it's pretty major, guys. Um, okay. I saw that you posted, and you're like, "Yeah, I went to Brave the Rain," and I was like, "That's what it is." Because when I'm outside, if I go outside, I'm like, oh, wow, I already made it. Okay, now I just want to get back home as soon as possible so <laughs> sure. I can get into my comfy Harry Potter robe and watch movies from the comfort of my own home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just stay there. And that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I know that not everyone thinks like that, but mm-hmm. especially here, what we don't get any rain at all. And then it's like, holy moly, cats and dogs. Yes. Yeah. And your go-to comfort film is Overboard, correct? Right. <laughs> just check. Yep. My right. favorite. That I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to break down uh, this week's top five at the box office. Coming in at number one, Alita Battle Angel. Woot! From Fox, $27.8 <laughs> million. Happens to also be the subject of our box office bet as well. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. uh, Neil, Neil Hutchinson said, did Frank not get a memo about wearing a leather jacket? Uh, I know. I we missed didn't that send that. that out. Yeah. No, no, it's <laughs> cool. I'm not part of the cool kids club. Uh, it's okay. You'll get there. Yeah, don't worry. Never. I'll never yes, make it. Yes, you will. Uh, the winner for that, though, was our uh, special guest from last week, Mina. Oh, she came in with yay. a $32 million bet. Look at that. Whoa, people are pumped. There you yes. go. Uh, the loser... <laughs> Uh, I guess it would be. I went really high, so we'll carry be... sixty million dollars. Yeah, so there I you knew go. that'd be way out there, though. Um, but I saw it anyway, so I saw it yesterday. And so. also, Amy lost too. So what? No, too. stop, stop. <laughs> what? I just don't want to lose anymore. I saw it as well. Uh, Carrie, let's start with you. What did you think? Yes, I did. I definitely enjoyed it. It is a really amazing visual action movie, and I thought. 
from my remembrance of the anime and the manga, I thought it'd be more violent, but I'm like, well, I guess most of the violence is with not human body parts. It's cyborg and, you know, so it's not as traumatizing to see someone's arm ripped off when you're like, well, it's like a robot arm. And, um, but because talking after of like, it's PG-13 and there were some kids just a couple seats down. I'm like, I guess it's okay for kids. It's a, It has some really great tense moments too of like, you're worried and them in peril. Uh, visually, the world is great with the, what they created and adaptation. It's a, I'd say one of the, and probably leading the pack of an actually good anime to live action adaptation. Uh, there are Japanese live action anime movies, but the American ones have just been bad to the source material. Like it's just in comparison, it's horrible. Um, but this one is actually like, yes, this is what it would look like if you made an anime live action. I think some of the critics who don't like it don't like the source material because, spoiler, not spoiler, the end. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's leaves you wanting more. It wraps up one thing or one kind of major thing and then leaves it that way. But that's not the point. Like you're not that other part is like another thing. If that makes sense. Once you see it, you'll know what I mean. Um, and then uh, yeah, I just thought it was a really cool. Yes, I was happy with it. And uh, I, I was also happy to see that a lot of my other friends who like anime were also as enthusiastic of like finally they did one justice where it's like, yeah, it's cool. And yes, there is a little bit of a love story where some of it's a little cheesy, but it's <laughs> there's a part where they're having a scene. I'm like, you know, if you just said more words, I think that conversation would have wrapped up better and things would have turned out better. But that's OK. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Like, if you want action and sci-fi, post-apocalyptic world-y stuff, go see it. What would you rate it out of five stars? Um, I'm so hard. Uh, yeah, I'm hard on that. Um, Two. No, no, okay. no, no. Definitely, like, three a and a half to four. A three and like, a half to four? I wouldn't necessarily run and buy it, because th- I don't know what didn't push it over to make me be like, ah! Uh, but I enjoyed it and thought after like oh yeah that was really cool so 3.75 out of five sure i'll take that yeah, mm-hmm. right. yeah. there you go looks like frank saw it the way you responded i did see it, I, did see it yes. <laughs> I think he gives it a five yeah. no. and a half. Uh, I, I will say uh, for my worry perhaps about robert Rodriguez directing that as opposed yeah, yeah. to james cameron mm-hmm. I, I did what i did love is the uh, the world and i know yes. that he took that from james cameron and their discussions about mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, James Cameron really loves to just drill down and be able to buy, make sure, know how everything works within a world. And so that's something that Robert Rodriguez really took to heart and mm. built out a lot of the sets and stuff. So it's not a lot of green screen. There yes. are real sets. And that's what I enjoyed about watching yeah. the film is just there's a lot of the tactile feel of the space. world. Yes. So there is a background actor that I saw across in two separate scenes. And I, it was funny to me. Of there's a, If you want to look for it, there's a lady that has like a pinkish shirt and she crosses frame. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting looking person. And just like their outfit and everything. Literally the next scene when they're in a totally different location, she crosses from the exact side of the street, but a totally different area. 
She just that was to be funny. One of those people just following right, them. she is. <laughs> I Maybe thought that was hilarious. That's a secret plot. That yeah, you have to really it might pay be. attention for. Um, so sequel. yes, you like the world of it. <laughs> I like yes. the world. Uh, you know everything between uh, Christoph Waltz and uh, he's great you know, casting for Ido. Yes, I thought I thought I really bought that relationship, and I yeah. really was excited to see that. Jennifer Connelly is just wasted. A little bit. I think I. I and maybe in the one of those. Don't quote me. I don't think she is a character from before. I'm like I don't remember her. Yeah, I've never read the anime or uh, the manga or seen the anime. So, so uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I, so I don't know if if but what fair. the case was there. But yeah, that is just a, 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 like a big name for such a incredibly mm-hmm. just forgettable role. Mm-hmm. And then really nothing comes of it. Uh, I, and everything with the love, uh, the romance. Well, yeah, it is pseudo teenage romance, but you know, I, I think it'd be it's disappointing that we discredit teenage romance as being like overly cheesy. dramatic and cheesy. Mm-hmm. But it kind of is. But I mean, certainly, yeah. I mean, it's you're you're young, hormones are raging and stuff. Yes, but I just. But she's what, actually well. Things that yeah. happen towards the end of the movie. I just I didn't feel as invested in the yeah, relationship fair. as I feel like the movie wanted me to feel. Mm-hmm. So when certain things happen, I am not feeling as devastated as I feel like they. The filmmakers wanted me to. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. did you like the action sequences action of like sequences the fights and the rollerball? Yeah, yeah. I that was really cool stuff. Um, I did think it was. I I don't think I ever got over how odd her face kind of looks, though. But mm. I, I, not that it bothered me, but I'm I was always aware of it. it and was, also, the people that have just a face and it's metallic always yeah. looked a little weird. But I kind of liked that because it probably was weird to other people too. And yeah, and uh, I in that world, I went to one of the early screenings where they had uh, Q and A with uh, the filmmakers and they a little behind the scenes stuff and just watching the uh, the motion capture performance they do. Mm, yeah, uh, it was really interesting just to see. I mean, yeah, how they transitioned, translated everything that she gave to the performance. I mean, it is. Yeah, it, it, I mean, all motion capture has only gotten better and better since it's been yes. uh, since its inception, and this I thought did a really good job. Um, also. Um, Somebody made a good point uh, on uh, beforehand is like maybe there was too many free screenings. I think maybe there was too many free screenings in advance for the people who would have paid to see it. Mm. Like a lot of, m- of my friends who went, they got to go see advanced screenings. They're probably the people who would have paid for a ticket. Yeah. Mm. So that could also affect box office numbers. But, you know, it might do better in other markets as well. Yeah, it's... Uh... I, I don't know how these numbers will do in terms of it getting mm-hmm. a sequel. Because, I mean, certainly, as Carrie, you were mentioning that, I mean, it does leave you in the sense of, like, the story's not really complete. Yeah, like, it is kinda... enough, but it sets up that there needs to be another one. I, it feels like, because yeah, it feels like it's not, you want to see some more stuff happen. But the thing is, too, the actual anime is only volume one and two of the manga, so it isn't wrapped up either. Yeah. So it's not a perfect in a bow. You know, and originally the stories were one-offs that you could read it. it I was reading the thing. It was like, yeah, they originally made it for, um, a, like, a more business m- people in mind that they could read one book on the train and be like, here's Ooh. a self-contained story. Mm-hmm. So those were the some of the original mangas. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, because I, I just remember the – it feels like one movie, but it's actually two volumes. But did you like it as a fun – Thing. No, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> I saw like, it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I would. Would you want to see? I would see part two. I would see part two. I would, you know, I I would just let's if if you want me to care about some of the romance or the relationships. Sure. I, yeah. Just yeah. wish they would have been yeah. done a little bit better. I mean, I felt like I was more invested in uh, uh, Alita's and Ido's relationship, and I wanted yeah. to see where that went. They were interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you rate it? Uh, uh, NC seventeen. 
No. Out of five stars. <laughs> Out of five stars. Thank you, Frank. There you go. You're mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's... Three out of five. Yeah, three. Okay. Yeah. 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 Solid, but not. Yeah. You're not not gonna, freaking I, out, but no, not, no. no. Eh. You, yeah, you're not going to. It's not. It's not a day and a time wasted at the theater. Good. But yeah. I would argue though, this I would highly recommend seeing in theaters because it is such a cinematic mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to see it in like 3D and IMAX. I didn't, and I still really enjoyed it. There were parts of it where it reminded me of Speed Racer in terms mm. of some of the... Uh, well, like some of the twirling through like yes. the chain hand thing. Yeah, uh, that was cool. But then I felt like Speed Racer was much more satisfying at an emotional level. And uh, this film okay. didn't. Fair. There, There's a, a bit at the end where Susan Sarandon, they do a callback and it just, oh, it gets me every time. Yeah. Yes. Susan Sarandon. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, coming to number two, uh, another film that uh, underperformed at the box office there, Lego Movie 2, the second part, made another $21.2 million. I did go and see this as well. And? It's, I don't, I don't feel it as good as the first one. Okay. I just, mm. I mean, I see it is a very much a, a father-son relationship in the first film that's being explored. This one is a sibling relationship. But I just it didn't quite land in the the same way as I as I would have hoped, and it just it felt weird to have Will Ferrell's character, who had been so invested in in his Legos, and then yeah. the, the whole big thing was about him learning to oh, not be mm-hmm. so uh, you know protective and like including his son, mm-hmm. and then of course at the end of the first film he goes, and then of course if I bring you, I get to bring in your little sister, yeah. so you kind of understand what that propels. But this film. Um takes place, uh, you know, small spoilers, but it's like five years after the fr- setting of the mm. first film. And Will Ferrell is like pretty much non-existent. Oh. So to mm. go from somebody that was just so protective to then to be like, eh, I, I got to go off and play golf. See you guys. Uh, I mean, a lot can't change in five years. Maybe he got tired of the Legos. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it seemed like his character was just like something that Vital. had been some from childhood that uh, yeah. he'd been, th- this was his passion since he was a kid. Yeah. And that's why he was so protective and didn't want to share it with anybody else. Mm-hmm. But then he does decide to share it with his son and then his daughter. And then he just like checks Peace. out. And I'm like, it seems so weird to have all the conflict that's happening in this first film. Or in this film, uh, and not have Wolf suddenly be gone. Well, yeah, mm. to be around like, whoa, hey guys. Was it funny, or, or like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, couple chuckles. Couple chuckles. I mean, it gets a little. Uh, the plot gets a little convoluted mm. uh, in, in some spots, and you're like, okay, sure, mm. all right. Okay. So, yeah, but uh, strong recommend from you. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like that's a strong one. Yeah, yeah. sure was. Sure, your standards. <laughs> sure was. Uh, coming to number three is the film Amy Cassandra is going to be seeing multiple times. Isn't it romantic from Warner Brothers? $14.2 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ran out and saw that this weekend, of course. No, I did not. I saw six other movies. Well, we'll get through those in just yeah. a moment then. Uh-huh. Hey, Bree, did you see Isn't It Romantic? You like rom coms? I did not see Isn't okay. It Romantic. Question for you because you do like rom coms, putting you on the spot. What made you not want to rush to the theaters for this one? Honestly, I feel like it's just been kind of done in mm. so many ways, like not necessarily in the romantic mm-hmm. version, I guess, but like Shallow Howl and the other Amy mm-hmm. Schumer one where she feels. Um, I feel pretty. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I just felt like it was very along those kind of lines. Hmm. I don't know. It wasn't something I was like, I need to see this right away. It was more like, uh, I can see this when it comes onto HBO. Yeah. Is and uh, Brie, you as well. Is Rebel Wilson enough of a draw to get you in? I feel like she's a great 
uh, support ensemble, a, ensemble mm-hmm. player, but not somebody ensemble, that. Sure. Yeah, I think that her. she's good yeah. supporting. I don't know if she might be too much as a main actress. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, yeah. Uh, if you watching right now or later uh, love Rebel Wilson, please let us know in the comments down below because I'm sure there's a massive Rebel yeah, Wilson fan. Sure, sure. I don't, I don't know any off the top of my head, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm sure, sure they, they, they do. She's fun. It's not that I don't like her. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm not drawn to be like, oh, it's a new Rebel Wilson movie. I gotta go now. It's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. maybe later. Because her. Her typical type of performance is better just in in small doses. And then, well, because it's balanced out with the like yes. regular, and yeah. then it's the crazy like over the top. Mm-hmm. And if it's only that, it's like yeah, like her and Pitch Perfect, I think is like the perfect amount. Yeah, I feel like my yes, a little bit. The, the viewers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saying Pitch Perfect was her best thing. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Uh, coming to number four, What Women Want. Or excuse me, whoops. No, oh, we went back in time. Ah, the other one. Check out Mel What Men Want from Paramount made another $10.9 million. Which someone commented on the last video saying, well, uh, What Women Want made, you know, X amount in comparison. I'm like, yeah, but that was also a lot longer ago that, like, amount of money at the box office. You got to factor that in, too. Inflation. Yeah. Yep. Just saying. That's true. And coming to number five, uh, our, our, our last of the new films coming out this week, Happy Death Day to You from Universal. Man, uh, only made $9.8 million. Shocking. But I think they only spent like five. So no. it's the nice balance of horror movies. Spends very little money and yes. makes a lot more. But I really thought that it would have done better. I thought so too. With the first one of being, the first one's actually really good. Uh, quick pause. Uh, Neil in the chat says, isn't it romantic is uh, just a parody of all romantic comedies, LOL. It was funny though. So cool. Thank you. So it's all like right. scary movie. Yeah, there you go. But There you go. Romantic movie. Uh, um, I think three of us, because Amy, did you see it? Mm-mm. Okay, so the, the other three of us have. Yes. Uh, Brianna, we'll start with you. What did you think? I liked it. I thought it was a fun time. If you like the first one, I think you'll like this one, definitely. Mm. There were some parts I said, I think I told you guys earlier, that it was a little too predictable because I like to be surprised and I mm-hmm. was able to predict a lot. But it was still fun and enjoyable. My theater was laughing. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, not you know, not horror, but like a good like bloody comedy. We'll say that. Hmm. Hmm. Carrie? Yes, I saw it on Valentine's Day. Not many people midday in the theater on Valentine's Day. So I noticed laughing out loud of people not, but that's okay. Uh, it, it is a different tone than the first one, letting you know. And I had a friend tell me that, and I think that maybe helped my experience in it. Because it's not, like, just dark horror like the first one is. Though the first one has a lot of comedy. Uh, this one is more comedy and a little bit other genre, not quite just scary. Um, which is fine. I feel it fits within the, like, it'd be fine double feature. They don't feel like, oh my gosh, this movie's completely different. I don't like it. Totally different tone. They just went more comedic and changed, like, what causes, what the cause was. Which is fine. I like that they explain it, because they don't really get into it in the first one. So the second one is like, here, this is how it happened. And yeah, Brie, I agree with you. There was some that I felt it was really too easy to guess something, but I didn't terribly mind because they get to it soon enough. Um, the I do think they still have the fun gags of how people die. Um, they We talked about a little bit on the first one how they had very little people of color who actually spoke and were cool characters. They have a little bit more this time. Uh, but there were moments actually in Alita and in Happy Death Day there was characters where they're right next to the like, main person speaking or something 
And it feels like they should have said something and they don't. And it was kind of weird to me. So like in Alita, you know, there's um, the uh, the doctor, the doctor with mm-hmm. Ido, which I'm like, I don't even necessarily know her name because it was only said like once. And she could have been like, OK, let's go. And she just stands there and doesn't say anything and still, like, gestures. It was super <laughs> awkward. And so I felt happy Death Day had that, too. Like, there's the girl scientist next to the guy scientist. And he's talking so much. And she doesn't really say anything. And I felt, That's weird. like, chime in. The I one don't person I also felt really bad for, which is a little bit of a spoiler, but not really at all, is that you have the Asian girl from the first movie who, yeah. again, just doesn't say, say anything this anything. movie either. I'm like, oh, she got to come back, but she also still didn't get to talk at all yes that's weird um so yeah let us know your thoughts i mean some people that matters and um i think it is important that it's weird that if you have people of color in your movie and either they're not cool they don't speak or they're just made fun of and they're just these lame characters it's unfortunate and not necessarily they have to be the main one but balance it out a little bit yes exactly uh but yeah happy death day too i did enjoy and was very fun experience for me I found uh, myself enjoying this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, but I'm also a <laughs> sucker for uh, science fiction tropes. Yes, especially the the hook for this film. Now you so. just gave away the genre. It's okay. That's I know. I'm, I'm kidding. It's fine. I mean, I, that's one thing that uh, the writer director Christopher Landon wanted to do is he didn't want yeah. this just to be uh, a sequel that just beats over the the mm-hmm. same beats as the first mm-hmm. film. So adding in a different genre to mash it up, and then even the third film will have a different uh, genre to uh, mash it up with, with as well. And so I'm excited third? to see. Yep. We're going to be doing a third one to round out the trilogy for this. So hmm. it'll be curious to see. They definitely open up the world uh, in the second film and then leave it, the, leave it at the end. They do. Yes, that's true. The world is true. much wider. Oh, stay through the credits, not all the way to the end, but there's something a little bit in, and that was extremely satisfying. Did you laugh at that yeah. part? I don't know if I laughed. I was just like, oh, and, I mean, I mean it's I was happy. where it uh, goes. Yeah. Um, then Zaya Spilu says, I like the sequel of Happy Death Day 2. Um, I would say you do kind of have to see the first one because otherwise you won't appreciate the second one enough there'll also be a lot of inside jokes you won't understand yes because you want to appreciate everything she's gone yeah. through mm-hmm. and uh the other characters as well and it'll just be very dismissive and or other character arcs which are a little bit different this time around no, you won't nice. appreciate so yeah. that was a good change but. it was very cool yeah so uh before that uh, aspect i i enjoyed this one i felt like i came out of this one enjoying this more than i did uh alita in that sense it but it also scratched a lot of the particular kind of things Fair. that i really enjoy so yeah interesting yes so mm-hmm. i think you yeah, go check it out i mean as yeah, saying, yeah. it is not as uh not as much of a it's horror a different film. tone yeah yeah and like brie was saying the uh the mysteries uh are pretty shallow so, yeah. yeah, but they don't take forever to get to it, which that's okay. Like, I don't hate it if you get something ahead of time, but then they get to it quicker. If you have to go the whole movie and you go, okay, I knew that thing, but okay, fine. Yeah. You know. But although, I mean, I feel like it's okay for it to be shallow because it's also not the main thrust. True, true. Of the of the sequel, so mm-hmm. uh, things are a little bit different here. So yeah, uh, there is one thing because, and, and it was talked about in the first film as well, is that uh, as Tree keeps going through these days over and over again. Her body is uh, suffering yes. the effects. And I feel like the film always plays fast and loose, and even in the sequel, too, about a little bit. Uh, like how much is it taking its toll on her. And conveniently, they can make it be really rough, or they can just make it very light at all. And you're like, true. Okay. Yeah, that's one, thi- that's one thing I wish that they would have explained better. Well, I like they address that it affects her in the first one. The second one, they're like, no, it's a thing. 
but yeah, they don't go into it enough and it kind of actually resets. You're like, wait, you should be really hurt after all those other ones. Yes. And now you seem back at zero. Yep. And you go, wait a minute, but that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Still. Maybe there's something more to her character that we don't know. This is true. They could. That's true. Maybe. That's the yeah. third movie, guys. Yes. You're welcome. I, uh, yeah, I feel like I'd be curious to see uh, how this all... Because there is a little bit of uh, uh, some things that were brought up in this film that weren't resolved. So I feel like the third film will pick up Mm. those little Mm -hmm. bits and tie them together. Shh, Amy. I'm sorry. Why did you spoil us? (laughs) (laughs) It's like some Star Trek kind of thing. Yeah, I figured it out. It's fine. There you go. All right. So uh, those will be uh, our box office films. uh, But... Uh, the, the five films for this week's top uh, top. I'm gonna say these sentences until it <laughs> okay. makes sense. You got it. This was our top five at this week's box office, but other films were seen mm-hmm. as well. Amy Cassandra, yes. you saw Ooh. six films. I did Woo! a lot of progress this week. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all the again. <laughs> these are all Oscar nominated films. The first one, Minding the Gap is actually a documentary Mm -hmm. feature, and it was really good. It kind of gave me, I haven't seen it, but based off of the trailers, mid-90s vibes. Mm -hmm. But because there's skateboarding involved, and then there's these guys that grow up. And I didn't talk about that already, did I? You did. Mm. I did. You did. I did. Refresh the people who went and watched. That's okay. Okay, because I I was saying it right now. Okay, so yeah, it's pretty much mid-90s vibes. Um, But it's very, very informative and very helpful. Mm -hmm. Um. You didn't I talk did, about that I didn't one already. Watch as many as I thought I did. Okay, <laughs> so from here, oh, uh, you didn't talk about that one yet. Uh, I talked about First Reformed. Oh no, you didn't talk about that one. Oh my god, I you am so confused Mariah. with my weeks. Okay, I know I talked. Okay, well, First Reformed is another one that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Hawke was in that one. That one's surprisingly really dark. I did say this one. Amanda Seyfried's in yep. it. <laughs> it's okay. okay, it's moving okay. on. Free Solo. I most definitely did not talk about this one. Free Solo is one of the most intense movies you will ever see. It's a documentary feature. It's this guy that does, it's called like free soloing. He's climbing without anything. So like no ropes, no wires, no Mm -hmm. nothing. It's very intense. And he ends up going through a process of... No, no, not it's Yosemite. it's okay. something called oh El Capitan or something because I was like hey okay, our yeah. theater. Oh, the theater, but yeah. it's not our theater. It's not, oh, <laughs> right. No, but it's uh yeah it's really really good very intense and I think people tend to overlook documentary features and I, I don't think we should do that because they give us a different outlook on things. Yes, um, you know like Free Solo. The next one I saw finally uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Mm. Yeah, what do you think? I did see that one too. Um, like. I wasn't expecting to not see that much Margot Robbie. I mm. thought I was going to see more, even though it is called Mary Queen of Scots, not, you know, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie. Um, but, yeah, it was it was nice. I think there were certain things that I was like, okay, let's move it along. But they did real. I mean, they're nominated for um, makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. They should, makeup, yeah. yeah, makeup and hairstyling and then costume design. I'm like, mm. I totally get why they did an amazing job and Oh, Margot Robbie's face. Oh, with yeah. Everything. Ooh, mm, that was really good. And then lastly, The Wife. Glenn uh, Close. Yes. Oh, I saw that today. And oh my gosh, you, you start it and you're like, this is okay. This is fine. And then you really start getting into the plot. And then you become, it's like um like a novella kind of. Mm. Where you're like, what is, what is going to happen? Oh no, is she going to say something? <laughs> and it's one of those that I didn't really want to watch. It's really hard to um, just like with At Eternity's Gate with Willem Dafoe, where they're just nominated for one thing, and you have to watch the whole movie for their performance, but you're like, it's going to be worth it. Okay, I'll do it. Um, and this was definitely one of them. I mm-hmm. think more people need to need to watch The Wife. 
so good. No, I, I am definitely intrigued and wanted to do, uh, do want to check it out. She, it's definitely uh, a really good movie. I saw it too, Amy. So good. Glenn Close was on uh, Stephen Colbert last week. But yeah. they did a bit uh, where they got uh, up close with Glenn Close, where they had him giving her scenarios and just watching all her facial acting. Oh, and so it is a fun little bit. Uh, yes. So wow. worth checking out. Uh, you can see it on online, like the little five minute segment. I love it when we get a different look of, you know, the actor uh, with interviews or different things. Um, last little thing. The Glenn Close's character in the movie, she has like a younger version of her. Hmm. The younger version is played by her actual daughter. Nice. Ah, I didn't know that. And I was like, she's doing such a good job. She's picking up even her mannerisms. <laughs> wow. But yeah. You go, uh, that's why. Okay. Yes. Um, You've been watching I'll, her. Little fun fact about going close, just in case I haven't watched it. Uh, in Hook, she was actually in the movie Hook as the guy that gets put in the boo box. That's one. That was Glenn Close because she wanted to be in that film. Oh, but no one ever really knows it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so cool. cool. Uh, one film I saw yeah. that is not in our top five is a film that Amy Cassandra is is dragging her feet on seeing. <laughs> that is a little film called Cold Pursuit. So there you go. So Amy. <laughs> this is going to be my new overboard. Yeah, I don't think no. anything could ever be my new overboard. You know, it actually is not that bad of a movie. Hey, Surprisingly, no. that's what I want to yeah. hear. So yeah, I think you'll uh, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Do you know it's a remake? Yes. It's Norwegian. Is he uh, or I can't remember. It's, it's over... Norwegian or Swedish. I can't remember. Okay. But uh, yes, and so the different writer, but the original director. Oh, interesting. Yes. Well, something. I have a question for you then, because I, I haven't seen the original one. But in talking about it with someone who had. Um, the problem is they didn't buy it in comparison to the original because the original, the main guy looks like your everyday Joe Schmo and you buy like, whoa, this crazy change. But Liam, you're like, yeah, but he's always the badass guy. So it's Mm -hmm. less unsuspecting. You know, you kind of go, oh yeah, it's him or kind of a thing. I mean, certainly the, where you, I mean, basically if you've seen any Liam Neeson thriller of late, you know what it is? Somebody's done something wrong to a loved mm-hmm. one of his, and he's going out to seek retribution. So Which that's the same thing for this. Mimicking real life. There you go. But <laughs> so, but this one, I mean, usually you see him; he's able to, to handle himself most yeah. effectively. And this one, you do see a lot of uh, the blood, sweat, and tears kind of going into this. So slightly a little different. Yeah. Again, Laura Dern kind of wasted in this role, mm. much like uh, Jennifer Connelly. It was like, mm-hmm. mm, What's why? Going on? Were you doing this? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, William Forsythe, good to see him again uh, for his little brief part. And uh, it's just, it's a slight film, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's all right. And it's sometimes all right. that's all you can expect when you go to the movie. It's all right. Uh, uh, one last thing before we break into the rest of the stuff. Uh, trailer dropped uh, for Frozen 2. Yes. Yes. It did. I, I was I was hyped. I mean, it's just more of just a, <laughs> you know, just like yeah, like a tonal piece. It doesn't really tell you much about anything mm-hmm. like that, but kind of just sets the mood. Uh, what did you two think? I think I'm more excited for the second one than was the first one. Yeah. Just that opening sequence of her yeah. on the beach. I was like, yes, I'm down. She is such a freaking rock star. I love yeah. her so much. Well, and here's something. I, I'm i sure there's other people that feel the same way, but I didn't watch Frozen when everyone else did. Like, I wasn't... I mean, it came out, and I was like, okay, cool. And then people were like, it's so good. And I was like, oh, great. No. No, I'm get- no, thank you. And I didn't watch it for years. And then I finally saw it, and I was like, this is the greatest thing in the entire universe. And so now, I mean, I'm most definitely invested. Wait, 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 would you put this up above, like, say, Legally Blonde? Right, because that's my favorite movie. <laughs> it's, like, right up there with Overboard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. Um, no, no, I. this is 
it's one of those where I'm like, I know every single freaking song, and I'm very proud of it. So I'm excited for us to have even catchier songs in this next one. I liked it. I didn't love it. Well, it's nice knowing you care. I know. <laughs> Tangled came out before that. Tangled was one that I was like, I love this movie. I do enjoy that. What? That, yeah, Tangled yes. is great. Tangled was so forgettable. Really? No, it's no. so yeah. good. Hot take, guys. Hi, high five there. I, yes. You can have your high fives. That's fine. <laughs> um, I felt... I agree. I mean, I like both of them, but I think Frozen is better that's I right Bree. i feel like frozen is overhyped and i thought so too also you watch the it. thing i don't like about it is because it was so such a big i recognize it as a juggernaut for a different kind of story but then it makes you forget about brave because people are like oh my gosh the first one where the girl doesn't get married i'm like did you all forget about brave no there's other ones too i feel like move on yeah like also come on people also though for the second one i'm gonna need jonathan groff to sing because why hire this Broadway actor and put him in your film and then have him have the smallest little song? So I need him to sing this this come this time around. Who's who's that? He's Kristoff. <gasps> yeah. Also, it, the yes. biggest problem I have with the first one is the entire plot is driven because people didn't communicate and they just misinterpreted something. I don't need to see a movie. <laughs> that of it. does happen. Yes, yeah, but it it's the the parents go. We're gonna create create your life like this because this is what it is, and that drives this the is entire real plot. life. Though <laughs> movies are um, also there is this huge like joke going around the internet though, of comparing the trailer to Castaway, saying that she just needs that porta potty door. That's true. So, uh, yeah. I, so not bashing it but i like the look of the second one of like them being more adventurous and doing something action i'm like yes i'm excited for this yeah Yeah. what i've liked in the first one and i'm even more excited just from this this trailer was just elsa's use of her abilities yes always the sucked man and so this one was like oh Mm -hmm. yes and anna i love anna Mm -hmm. yeah be curious to see what uh, her deal is for this film Mm -hmm. sardrew said princess and the frog no because that ends with the marriage we're talking about because that's them being together as a thing so it's like not there anything against those princess stories too, but you know they have the other options as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, so, folks, speaking of animated films, though, we do have one film vying for the box office bet this week. That's going to be How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, yes. a film I've already seen and yeah. enjoyed tremendously. I cried, guys. Don't forget, I cried. Wow. At the end of this film, didn't know you could feel. I neither did I. It was weird. I was like, "Why is my face? Why is my face what leaking?" Is... Well, it's like Lita. They're like, "Your tears work." That's right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we're going to do a little box office rewind. Uh, there you go. About mm. Not necessarily a, a star of one of the, fi- the film coming up, but more of the uh, the entity that's creating this film. That's DreamWorks mm-hmm. Animation. So uh, I did the top ten because the top five, we had just too many kind of sure. uh, franchises in it. So I brought it out to the top ten nice. opening box office mm-hmm. weekends for DreamWorks animated films. Neil is with us, too, by the way, in the chat. said so Tangled's better. Okay. Oh, that's three people. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> where, where are people? So DreamWorks. Uh, coming in number 10, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah. Uh, made 49.4 million. Mm-hmm. Number nine was The Boss Baby, mm. 50.1. Oh, that, that was rough. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, not nope. a big fan of The Boss nope. Baby. Number eight was Home, uh, 52.1. <gasps> Which one was that? I remember. That was one of the. Uh, it's with Maya, yeah, Maya Rudolph. Yeah. And Sheldon, yeah. Where and Rihanna. Or is it Rihanna? Yeah, Rihanna. Rihanna. Sorry. Rihanna. Yes, Rihanna. not Maya Rudolph. Uh, well, yeah, well, I said Alien Lands, and, yes! and she's got to try to help get home. That was cute. It was, never, I, it's cute. It, it didn't it's suck like, me enough to want to go see it. It's like one of those that you're forced to go to because like your brother, sister, like niece yes. and nephew want to go see it and you're like, oh. And it's <laughs> I not that a, much fun. I have a mug of it from Comic-Con. Oh. Uh, number eight was Monsters vs. Aliens. Hey, that, that was, that's an alright film. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Yes, can you go recent or you should love yeah. it, Amy. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, seven Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Six Madagascar 3. Didn't see the second, third one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm all lit, and I don't think I saw the second Four, one. Four Madagascar 2. <laughs> wow. Three Shrek Forever After. Yeah. Uh, two Shrek Wait. 2. And mm. number one was Shrek the Third. Wow. $21.1 million. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Shrek franchise or the Madagascar franchise. No. Madagascar. Shrek 1? Not no, not at all. Mm-mm. I thought that no. was the best one. That is the best one, <laughs> right? Yeah. I think I saw uh, the first, second, and third. Liked all of them, but don't remember what order enough. But I don't know if I saw Happily or maybe. And Madagascar only saw the first one. I'm excited for a Pixar movie to see the top ten. You know? Yeah, I mean, mm. I would put How to Train My Dragon as my favorite franchise. Your dragon? Mm, my dragon, my personal <laughs> yeah. dragon. That no, I got I, that's for a, me. Um, that one's a really good one for sure. And then I guess if I had to choose the next one, I'd probably put. Kung Fu Panda? I did. No, Kung Fu Panda is a really good one, too. Yeah. It's a good I franchise. mean, I don't know about really good, but like. Yeah, it's... First one is, too. Yeah, it's all right. <sighs> Frozen's better. Amy, we're just like the <laughs> same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was not a huge fan of Kung Fu Panda. So. <laughs> I mean, there's some good fight sequences in there. Sure. So. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the skidoosh, sometimes that goes, you know, a little goes a long way. The, yeah, sure. lots of skidoosh. Yeah. Skidoosh. Fair. <laughs> Uh, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I said, we have our one film vying for the box office bet here, so we'll be doing our bets on that in just a moment. But before we do that, where do we think How to Turn Your Dragon, The Hidden World, will fit into our top five? Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Animated, I, get the whole family, and the franchise is just that good. So, Do uh, do you see anything changing? Do we see it's just the top five and everything just moves down, and we slide in Dragon at number one? <sighs> I, um, Happy Death Day might stay on there. I, I would hope so. I, would, I, I mean, hope that one stays on because it's good. Yeah, word yeah. of mouth. When people say, no, no, it's actually it's actually a fun film. So I'm hoping that would stick around. Maybe it swaps places with what men want and that drops out, out of the top five. Yes. I think Isn't It Romantic's going to drop even more. So if anything, it would be one, um, How to Train Your Dragon, two, Alita, three, Lego Movie 2, what men want and happy death day oh so uh, isn't a romantic drama uh, you know i yeah. i, I could feel see that's that. an option too yeah yeah, yeah i yeah because it's only been two weeks for what men want so mm-hmm. yeah yeah i guess do you like your taraji p henson or do you like uh p henson or do you like your rebel wilson i guess yeah hmm. it's also i mean i don't know it's a weird time of the year <laughs> like the oscars are coming up i don't know if people are like, yes, I need to watch movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel theaters. like nothing really exciting, I think, is going to be coming out until Captain Marvel hits. <laughs> so. Sorry, I'm really excited. I'm going to go see actually does how Captain to train Marvel your Captain Marvel hit first or is Dumbo hit first? When does Dumbo hit? Next month. Sometime. Yeah, because mm. Captain Marvel is March 8th. Mm-hmm. Dumbo. So I think that, I, I feel like Let's Disney's see. not going to put that in until towards the end of the month. A couple people are mentioning mm-hmm. fighting with my family. Yeah, Captain yeah, Marvel's went, first. It opened up limited last week, and then it's going wide there. So it's our I'm little wrestling so film with The excited. Rock. You excited? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited. There you go. Yeah. You can just watch the Titan games and get your, get your dose. Ooh, oh, I can go off on the Titans game so for a while. That's so good. I, can, uh, uh, I, I can watch part of it. What are you talking about? Why? No, what? It's, I, no. No, I disagree. All right. But you no. didn't say anything, so keep so going. So there you go. No, no, no. We, we, we have no time for this, but just know that Titans have Games... We two minutes, so... We, we got to do our bets seconds. and do our little wraps up. I would just say sure. Titans Game is is fun. I wish I wish that they had 
uh, been a little more diverse in some of the uh, competition challenges that they have them do. Okay. It gets a little yeah. repetitive yeah. week after okay. week after week. You know, and it's the same thing with American Ninja Warrior as well. Hey. That can get a little that. like, Oh, Ugh. true. The same kind of course. Yes. Well, different you, people. They change elements to different cities and well, stuff. Well, and so. the thing too is you'd want to see the same per- or new person running the same course because then you have, that's your baseline. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, change per city for sure. Otherwise, then yeah, it would be like, meh. I saw it. And there's way too many hosts on Titan oh. Games. Way too many hosts. Really? You got the Rock. You got the other, the, uh, the other, other female. And then you got the two color commentators. It's too many people. Too mm. many people. Streamline that stuff. All right. All right. That's my hot take. Okay. But for for Box you know, office break. I'll be seeing Ty Matthews on the Titans games. I'm crashing on Thursday Hi. to share my thoughts on that. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got to wrap it up with our box office bet. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World will be the film that we'll be betting on here for this week's box office bet. 4,000 screens. There you go. Plus. 4,000 screens. Mm, that's a lot. That is a lot. They're, they're going all in, and it's a it's a good How film. the first one? Uh, the second? Say. No, this is the third. This is the third so, one. So we just had the second one on there. What was that number? Mm, 49. 49? 4. Okay, so. Yeah. And I think, uh, I don't know, I think people might be, be excited about seeing this one, so. Well, and of course, you gave it rave reviews, so I think I everyone's going right. to go. Hey, folks, the fact that I cried during this film, come on now. Ken Jack says 49. Ooh. Okay. Let me just type everybody's names in here for the bet. Bree, Amy, and Carrie. And your name. Your name's Frank. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Bree, are you ready to rock? I think so. All right. What do you got? I'm going to go with 42. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Amy, how about yourself? <laughs> 55. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. 45. 45. And I had 51. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So there we go. Nice little spread. Um, nice little Neil spread. Hutchinson says 45. 55. 45. And 51. All right. Look at that. Some hot numbers. There you go. Look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, we just squeaked it in right there. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. But as always, like us on Facebook. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up. Or two, or three, or four, or five. Thank you so much for everybody for hopping in the chat as well and sharing your thoughts. And Carrie, if they're watching after we stream live, what can they do? Yes, comment down below. And then, yeah, um, we talked a little bit about animated live action. If you've seen some you like, please comment about that as well. And if you want to get in touch with us uh, after the show's over, Bree, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Bree, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S on Twitter and Instagram. And you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra, M-T-Z. Nailed it. <laughs> I feel like I nailed it. That's yes, right. you did. Thank you. you. Did. Thank you, guys. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And if you go over to our sister network, AfterBuzz, you can on AfterBuzz Animation. I uh, covered an anime show where we talked about Soul Eater, and we also talked about Alita, and even more about anime to live action as well. Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie, folks. That's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll be back here next Sunday with an all new episode. Right here on, on Popcorn Talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go see some movies. And let's drink some water. For producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs>